<clears throat> All right, let's close this mouth. Hello, everybody, and welcome to... No, should we do that? <laughs> <laughs> you already... I felt like you were pretty committed to it. <clears throat> no, something after Christmas. Or like... Let's burn this tree. <laughs> no, that's... That sounds evil. Too soon, too soon. <laughs> um... End this chapter. It's the end of the year. Let's burn this book. <laughs> the book that is 2020. Mm. Um, let's turn the page. <laughs> <laughs> Say the first thing that comes to your head. Ready? Go. All right. Let's melt this snow. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Let's Get Lost podcast. It is December, like, 26th, 26th. day after Christmas. Day after. Let's go, day after Christmas. Mm -hmm. How you doing, Danielle? Good. Yeah? Yeah, I'm tired. You, you enjoying this beautiful, sunny December day? Yeah, gotta love the no Christmas on, or no snow on Christmas. <laughs> I know, 2020 couldn't even give us uh, Christmas snow. <laughs> couldn't even give us a white Christmas. No, I mean, there's a little bit in the shade parts. Yeah, where all the dogs pee. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, like, frozen... Pea-covered snow. How was Christmas for you? It was great. The whole day? It definitely did not feel like Christmas, in the slightest. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd say all around the day was pretty good. So the day was wonderful, but for me, it definitely took a while to get there. Mm. I had a rough morning, but I just kind of... Well, I called Broob. Did I tell you that? Yeah. Yeah, so I called Broob because she happened to message me, and I was there when the message happened, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Normally, I don't get messages for days because I don't look at my phone. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. <laughs> I just It reminds me of a time before cell phones, and we can talk about that later. But she messaged me, and I was like, hey, can I call you real quick? Just because, you know, everyone's got their person that mm -hmm. they can go to that just makes them feel better, mm -hmm. and Broob is my person. So we Zoom called. I almost started crying immediately, which was like, oh, this is going to be a good call. Um, but her, she just was so happy. You know, yeah. she was so unbelievably happy. And we just talked and we talked about the past, the future, and just love. And it was great. It was absolutely wonderful to reconnect. And, um, you know, by then... Um, I was feeling a lot better. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so the day the day definitely got brighter. And once we got into that Christmas spirit, went inside, we started cooking, mm -hmm. we were listening to Christmas music, we had a Christmas story playing. That's when it got amazing for me. Yeah. And from that point on, literally until I went to bed at 3 a.m., mm -hmm. um, it was a great Christmas. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had everything I needed. I had Cody, I had yep. the dogs, mom <laughs> at <laughs> 1 o'clock. And, yeah, it was just great. The only thing we were missing was Sissy. Yep, that's it. But we called her, which mm -hmm. was good. Yeah. And, you know, it... <laughs> When's the last time that we did Christmas with her? Last year or the year before? Last year. Oh, okay. It just, man, this year felt long, didn't it? Yeah. If... It felt long, but also short at the same time. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to say, pretty much April, it just stopped. It's been April for nine months. Yeah. I would, you know, 4th of July didn't happen. Thanksgiving, nothing happened after April. Yeah. It all just was canceled. It's all a blur. So that's why, to me, it didn't feel like Christmas mm -hmm. until it did. Well, and also because mom wasn't here in the morning. Yep. Usually we, when we all get up, that's when we start breakfast. That's when we get ready to open presents. Well, this year, mom worked until 1 o'clock. So Man. we were literally just kind of hanging out, waiting until... So, yeah. 
Because I didn't even home. cook breakfast. Yeah, just dad, dad did. did. Yeah. Dad did biscuits and gravy. So Christmas didn't didn't start till I started cooking. Because mm-hmm. that's the tradition. Mm-hmm. I make breakfast, or we go. You know, oh, I guess not on Christmas Day, but I cook breakfast, and then we just watch the movies in our mm-hmm. pajamas and open presents. So, well, I think this year was also really special because Mom has had a really rough year, like yes. more than us. Because, well, she's on the front line. Yeah, she works at a retirement home, so she got spoiled this year, mostly by Dad. I would say Dad killed it. <laughs> he really, yeah, did, and she just cried, but it was like happy tears, good tears, it was like pure love tears, yep. and so it was really, I would say, a hundred percent. A mom Christmas. Oh, and great. Lindsay did really good too. Yeah, Lindsay got really appreciated too. <laughs> yeah, it just we want to the people who needed it or deserved it the most mm-hmm. got it, except for Dad. He got big presents, but they were few in number. He, that's usually how Dad gets his presents though, yeah. because we always get him like something really big that he wants. So like the one year That's we true. got him the big craftsman toolbox mm-hmm. and like that was one of the only presents he had to open. Mm-hmm. But it's like, cause he, he gets these big, huge presents instead of like, mom, we like to give her a bunch of little meaningful ones. Well, one year I went to target and I went to like the dollar section mm-hmm. and I just grabbed 50 bucks worth of stuff. Yeah. And we individually wrapped each one just mm-hmm. cause she want. she's like, I just want a bunch of presents. Yeah. So I got her those tattoo sleeves, yeah, like the fake tattoo <laughs> sleeves and like really cheap slippers. I just was mm-hmm. funny. Yeah. And that's what we like to do because you and I, we essentially, what do you want? We pick yeah. one gift and then typically that's what we get for each other. Lin- or Lindsay, Danielle does a lot better with making something sweet. Mm-hmm. I usually just spend money. <laughs> Mark's really, yeah, you're really good at getting the exact mm-hmm. present that somebody wants. So like me, I really wanted one of those cricket machines. It's a crafting machine that literally prints basically everything and it, cuts stuff. And It's like a CNC for crafts. Mm-hmm. So she can program or just use templates that will cut out shapes, cut out all kinds of crap. Yeah. Engrave, not engrave. I don't think it does that. But it can, it, I don't know, look it up. It does a lot it, of stuff. Yeah, and that's like what I had wanted until Mark specifically got that. Mm-hmm. And, then like <laughs> and the accessory he got me kit. headphones. Like, that was something I wasn't expecting. Yeah. Well, so when I Amazon around 1 o'clock in the morning, <laughs> typically I don't remember um, what I bought until I look <laughs> at the cart the next day. And I'm like, so when I see stuff and I'm like, man, I really should get Danielle. Christmas present. You know, so I'm just on the couch. Lindsay's fall had fallen asleep on my shoulder. Mm -hmm. Scarlet's on my hip. And I'm like, hey, that's blue. She likes that color. Bye. So, yeah, I I thought I didn't do very good this year, but turns out I I nailed some pretty good presents. Yeah. I didn't really know what to get you this year because everything you wanted was expensive. Super, super expensive. Yeah, I got expensive taste. <laughs> and I can't afford that type of expensive. So I had to kind of just wing it. And Lindsay sent me a list of things you've said over the years that you wanted. Yes. And the tow rope was one of them. So she got me this awesome, really nice, actually, green tow rope. Mm-hmm. And so I love the color green, for one. Mm-hmm. And I needed a tow rope because last time... Um, I used one. It me snapped. and Joe broke it. Yeah. Imagine that. Me and Joe touched something, <laughs> and it broke. So uh-huh. Joe's, in case you don't know, Joe's my um, oldest and best friend. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. always fuck shit up <laughs> when we um, do it, do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I also got you the coolest shirt ever. 
Yeah, man. <laughs> I cannot wait to put on this shirt. I don't wear clothes until they're washed. It's just how you avoid yeah. scabies. So mm-hmm. I recommend all you guys don't put clothes on until you wash them. It's disgusting. <laughs> Think about how many people tried, it on. tried that on with their nastiness. Oh, God. I can't imagine. <laughs> I can't imagine. And that's why I don't do it. But anyway, it's what's it say? Chicken dad? It says the chicken dad. And then says the myth, the man, the legend. It's amazing. Because <laughs> I just love my chicken yeah. so much. My pond is frozen right now and it's driving me crazy. I've the been. The ducks wor- are so sad. I've been working on this pond for. <sighs> Well, months at this point now, and a freeze happened, and I haven't been able to catch up since the freeze. Yeah. But today I did seal the bungholes. On the barrels? Yeah, the bunghole barrels have been sealed. <laughs> so now that stuff has to cure for 24 hours. And Are those still frozen, the barrels? One of them I got thawed out. The other one I'm working on thawing out right now. Nice. So stupid. <laughs> Such a pain, but I, it's worth it. I love my ducks. You definitely should have either done this before the freeze or yeah. waited until. No, the before would have been great. <laughs> before would have been real nice. Oh Because I mean, overnight that pond will freeze two inches. Yeah. Like I go and crack it up with a shovel in the morning, and it's two inches thick of ice. <laughs> Isn't it's that crazy. It's overnight. It's <laughs> yeah. crazy. Because I mean, my pond's probably eleven hundred gallons. You know, so it's a decent pond, but it's not enormous. Yeah, that's how cold it gets overnight. Yeah, that's why my shit tube froze, too. (laughs) We just moved the tiny house. You know, I've decided I'm calling it the tiny house now because it's less embarrassing. Okay. (laughs) Because tiny house is hip and cool, right? Yeah. So I'm in the original tiny house, the RV. (laughs) Um, But we moved it to a different place on the land, and it changed where the shade was. Well, changing the shade may means that my entire poop tube freezes solid, like the worst ice cube you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> so not only did we have to fix a lot of stuff for the pond, I have been underneath my RV so much in the last couple of weeks. Yep. Just right next to a f- tube full of frozen human feces liquids, right? Gross. So that's been my couple weeks, but we got a thawed. (laughs) We got a thawed, wrapped in uh, insulation, did a whole thing. Finally got everything thawed out. The RV is warm again. Excuse me. The tiny house is warm again, and it's been good. It's been good. (laughs) Um, Except for you busted through your vent. Yes. (laughs) So let me give you another thing about this piece of shit that is my house. So where my desk is, there's a vent, like a heater HVAC vent, vent a yeah. heater vent. And my big ass rolls over it with my computer chair bunch. <laughs> and um, because of that, it can't take it. <laughs> it's too much for the little it's guy. completely dented it. So essentially what I've been doing is it went from being a flat piece of metal to a bowl-shaped piece of metal, <laughs> to a piece of metal with a hole in it. So on the day that I was fixing this, I was replacing it with a piece of wood, I got, I was taking a break, <laughs> and I was sitting in my computer chair, and I had, I rolled backwards doing what I naturally do, forgetting I had taken the vent off, and I f- essentially just your, fell. Your wheel went in Yeah, my right. wheel went into the open vent hole, <laughs> And punched a hole through the vent with the wheel of the chair. 
I didn't know that part. So I rolled out fine. I did the old, you know, feet over the head roll out of the back of my computer chair because I knew I was going into the hole and I knew that a puncture was imminent. So I did everything I could to try to get my body weight off of the chair. So it wouldn't like punch through the whole RV. Because, I mean, 240 pounds on a single point that's only like an inch and a half big, that's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. So, luckily, I only punched through the vent hole, and now it's covered with a piece of wood and whatever. And now the wheel gets caught on it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, because it's like an inch. It's like an inch thick piece of wood. I hate this thing so much. (laughs) The next tiny house is in works. Getting closer. (sighs) And it's going to be so much better. Yeah. It's going to be so, so much better. It's going to be insulated. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I won't have to wear parkas to bed (laughs) or sleep in a Uh, ice bath. You don't have to fill up your water. Yeah. No more poop tube. (laughs) No. No more poop tube. (laughs) The poop tube will not be part of my life anymore. (laughs) And that's why I know it's just going to fight me to the very end. Oh, yeah. uh, So I've gone henceforth. It's been... Or so far, so henceforth is is future. Henceforth, I am your king. Yeah. So whatever the opposite of henceforth is, um, I have yet to been hit by any poop water. I have been. You better f- knock on wood. It's been about five years, five years at least, that I have been living in the tiny house. And draining my poop. <laughs> you know what I just picture? <laughs> I picture it spilling on you and just. Oh, no, I would just. Yeah, I would just run into the lake and never leave <laughs> ever. There's not enough soap in the world. But I just feel because of karma, just because the universe likes to keep me humble. It's going to be the last day. Like when I go to disconnect it for the last time. Mm-hmm. For some reason, there's going to be like a burp. 100 PSI air pocket just chilling, waiting for me to break that vacuum. And it's just going <laughs> to. I'm telling you right now, I've gone five years without getting hit. But it just that means I'm due for a catastrophe. The, catastrophe. Catastrophe, right? Yeah. <laughs> that would be awful. There's very that little. That happened on that movie RV. That's so fun. It's basic hydraulics, man. You just gotta lift it higher. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. <laughs> yeah. It's uh. So we use chemicals and stuff. So really, it just comes out blue. Um, oh, does it? It does. Oh. It comes out blue. So it's not like this brown sludge of doom and just the <laughs> worst possible thing you could ever imagine. Um, oh it's God. just kind of blue um, porter potty. Water, I would say. Is but it like the same clean... chemical? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. So it's just that really hyper, that smell of that just chemical clean, that's dirty mm, clean. Chemical poo. Chemical poo. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the name of the episode, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> chemical dookie. So, and there's an art to it, though. You know where a lot of people screw up? What? Is they leave their black, it's called your black tank, right? Because it's the black portal to hell. <laughs> Right, so they leave their black tank valve open, mm-hmm. so all the liquids drain out, but all the solids build up like a mountain. And what wow. happens is it get it dries out, so you have a dry pile of poop inside <laughs> of your black tank that makes it get clogged up, so that you go to it, you just can't use it anymore. Uh. 
Isn't that the worst thing That's ever? <laughs> so what you got to do is you leave the valve closed so that the liquid outweighs the solid. And then when you open that poop chute, it just <laughs> launches out in one torpedo of insanity. This is the worst conversation yeah. I think I've ever had. Yeah. This is my life. <laughs> I have to do that oh, every, God. like, you know, short amount of time. Because you got to stay on top of it. You got to take care of your shit. Literally. <laughs> oh, yeah. I see what you did there. Literally. Yeah. Um, you wrote uh, recycling on here. I want to know what you mean by that. So, I mean, I, th- I feel like it's pretty obvious. We're recycling. Oh, is that what we're... That's, that's yeah, what look about? how much effort we've put into recycling. And then I would say the effort is now being rewarded with it's easy to do. For the most part, there's a huge pile of <laughs> boxes and stuff I have to go through now. Well, that Christmas is a little the exception. It's a train of boxes and wrapping paper and plastic. It's amazing. <laughs> Lindsay will help you. <laughs> you will help, too. No. Yeah. No. I don't think so. <laughs> Mark. Well, because essentially what we did. So in the, in the RV, the setup is we have the small trash can. And a big recycle. That's not how it started, though. It was flipped before. Well, yeah. We had the small recycle and the big trash because we didn't know yet. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what you could recycle. We didn't know how. We just ever. We thought it'd be hard, so we didn't do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. And then nice. <laughs> so once we did the research and figured it out and made a nice system, now we have a small trash can for the things you can't um, recycle. recycle. And then the big thing, and all Lindsay does is when the big one gets full. She just takes it out to our next step. Mm-hmm. I guess it sounds like a lot when you do that. But after it's set up, it's not. Mm-hmm. To the next thing, which is the three big cans where she then just sorts Separates it out. It, yeah. And then we reuse the plastic bag, the mm-hmm. trash bag, mm-hmm. in the recycle again. Um, See, our setup's easier because I bought a three-section trash can. Yep. So then instead of having to put it all in one and then sort it out later... You put the aluminum and the plastic and the paper or cardboard or whatever in those three individual yeah. ones. And then you literally, when it gets full, just walk out, dump it into the big one, put it right back in. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then uh, setting all that up was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Right? It took a, over a month, <laughs> I would say, before yeah. we finally got a system that is usable. But now that we yeah. do, oh, man. Well, we also had to figure out, because there's like different types of paper and there like is. cardboard so there's cardboard cardboard <laughs> there's corrugated cardboard is that what it's called yeah that's the one that has like the ribs yeah in it. so that is its own bin and then there's the card there's other cardboard but it's like the cardboard paper yeah that's <laughs> where it's rolled out and it's almost the same way they make money oh huh. Or not money. I well, it's like the boxes jeans, for like denim. frozen. Yeah, or like cereal stuff. boxes. Yeah. Or yeah, all any, that. literally anything you get mm-hmm. off the 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 <laughs> racks. <laughs> Shelves is the word I'm looking for. Um, I just kind of went low power mode there for a while. Do you remember that time <laughs> we were driving? But anyway, recycling's good. You should do it. Do you remember that time that we were driving to Brandy's? And my truck went into low power mode with grandma. Were you there with us? No. It was me, grandma, the kid that she brought from Illinois. Oh, Michael. 
Is his name Michael? Yeah, our cousin Michael. Cousin Michael. No, I wasn't there. And it must have been Lindsay. But anyway, we were driving, towing the RV. Oh, yeah. I rode with Cody. Yeah, and my truck went into, like, we're not going over 15 miles an hour mode. It's, like, low power mode if something's wrong so you don't break your truck. What? It was awful. We had to pull over. Huh? Which truck was it? Oh. Er. It no, I think it was Chevy. your Chevy. It was a Chevy. <laughs> Hasn't done it since, but I also haven't hauled 40-foot trailer up a mountain recently either. Yeah, I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it, so basically, after doing research, I learned that it's a safety feature so you don't blow up your engine. So if your engine senses that something really bad is happening, mm-hmm. it doesn't make it so you're stranded. So you can still limp to where you're going. Limp mode, basically. Wow. You can still limp to where you're going, but... You At a can, very slow like pace. ten miles an hour, fifteen miles. It's ridiculous, and it just you full throttle doesn't matter. You're going this fast. You period. did that the whole way there. No, we. So you pull over and you turn off your truck for a minute, and then you start it back up, and you can go again. Weird. And I'll tell you what. As much as I appreciate it, trying to not blow up my engine, that is when you're in the mountains <laughs> hauling a trailer uphill. That is horrifying. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> because you're thinking, okay, is my transmission about to overheat? I mean, I'm going uphill right now, just chugging, barely along. And you just start wondering, what is this going to break? It, and grandma is just sitting right next to me. Oh, I bet. Just freaking out. <laughs> so that was a fun trip. Huh. Yeah. But, all, I mean, the funny part is, is I didn't fix anything. You just turned it off. You just flipped I'd, the power cord well, or I'd whatever it's pulled called. over when it was safe. So we got down the mountain um, or over the pass is what uh-huh. we were doing. Got over the pass, got to a flat spot, pulled over, and then I started researching. Well, because, like, what else am I going to do? Yeah. So I just started reading about what I was reading, the codes and what the truck was saying. Yeah. And uh, gained all the information that I just told you. And then I read – somebody said, well – I've had success where either I disconnect my battery or if I just turn it off, leave it, and then turn it back on, it'll be fine. So that's what I did. And we only had to do it one more time Hmm. um, on the way there. Hmm. I don't think we had to do it at all on the way back because I was being very attentive to how I was driving the truck. I was like, I'm not going to put some ass in this thing at all. I'm (laughs) going to drive like an old safe man so that my truck doesn't go into pussy mode and can't get up this mountain again. Oh, man. Yeah. That kind of stuff always happens to me. That part hasn't happened to me. But one time in Cody's old Chevy, we were driving to where he used to live. And all of a sudden, all of his lights turned off. The radio turned off. The car was still running, but nothing else was working at all and it was nighttime and so we had no lights whatsoever we actually got right up to 402 right up the road from us <laughs> and we we're like uh but the engine the, the was, truck still, was still going so his alternator the, whatever like one of the main hookups Terminals, was yeah. um i don't think it was on all the way 
And it was like, we were just kind of sitting there listening to music. All of a sudden, it was like your power went out in your yeah. house. But the engine was still going. And Cody, he got, <laughs> the light was all um, red. And so he was like, shit, I can't stop. Because if, what if this thing dies? Like, we're going to be yeah, we're... right here. <laughs> so he just kind of went on <laughs> Just Just like, hey, guys, I yeah. can't stop. I'm driving through. So then through. we pulled into, yeah, and then he lifted the thing. And it was just, it was barely on there. So then he just put it back on and started revving That's up. That's so funny. Because... The alternator does two different things, right? It runs your engine while it's on, yeah. but it also charges your battery. So I think it was just running off of the battery, but just barely. That's why nothing else was on. I would say it's the opposite. Oh, just, oh yeah, that's right. The, just yeah, running off the was, alternator. It was running yeah. off the alternator because the part of the alternator that just feeds the ignition mm-hmm. and that stuff doesn't go to your lights. It doesn't care yeah. about any of that. <laughs> that mostly comes off the battery. So that's funny because that happened once. So Joe, (laughs) believe it or not, he used to drive this Firebird. Oh, do you? I don't know if you ever saw that thing. It was a beautiful Firebird. I don't remember. It was the T top. You could take the top. Really? Thing was primo. (laughs) Um, Bright red interior, (laughs) like the brightest red interior you could imagine. It was so much fun. Get rid of it. It wasn't his. Oh. Yeah, he just had access to (laughs) it through family, Um, or no. I don't know. I'll have to ask him. Maybe it was his, but he kind of was forced to sell it. I don't know. Something Something happened. Joe will know. That's why he's going to write my memoirs. (laughs) (laughs) Um, What was I saying? Firebird. About the Firebird. Yeah. So one day, it must have been after school or after the liquor store robbery. I don't know. But we got to his house and the same stuff happened. We couldn't. No. None of the same stuff happened. We couldn't (laughs) turn off his car like we turned off the ignition pulled out the key and it's still going it just was running it wouldn't turn off and here's the fun part we're like okay we'll just disconnect the battery so we disconnected the battery and it still was running <laughs> so like what the hell i was like we have to disconnect the alternator, alternator. and disconnect <laughs> disconnecting the alternator <laughs> while an engine is running is intimidating yeah i bet you got the belt right in front of it. It's just a lot. So we did ultimately get it disconnected, and it just was like, duh, 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 and then it turned off. Weird. But mind of its own. That's crazy. One time. <laughs> Today on Storytime with the Gibbs. One time in Cody's old Chevy, we went out to um, Cabela's, yeah. at the new one, and <laughs> we got out of the truck and walked inside and did our shopping, whatever, came back out, walked up to the Chevy, and it was running, and all the doors were locked. <laughs> so it was running? Oh, he left, <laughs> left the truck running, <laughs> and when we got out, he locked it. And, yeah, so the whole time we were shopping, it was running, and then we had to call his sister, and she had to drive all the way out to Cabela's and bring us his While it was running. Yeah. So That's we were just fantastic. sitting on the tailgate for, like, 45 minutes with the truck just running, idling. <laughs> just burning gas. No big deal. <laughs> yeah. That happened to me one time. <laughs> so, do you remember the old Buick? Yeah. The, the red, red Buick? Yeah, of course I do. That remember was my, how that bitch that had... That was my first car. It had automatic locking doors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that happened to me. <laughs> I... Whatever I was doing. I don't know. Overthrowing a government. <laughs> I closed the door, and it... And I went to open it, and I'm like, are you kidding me? So I had to call a locksmith. Oh, my God. Because I'm pretty sure I was in Texas. Yeah. So it's not like I could be like, hey, come get me, come bring me the spare. (laughs) So I just had to sit there while the locksmith came, who 
completely dragged his ass to get there. He was in no rush. I think I did something because he took so long. I'm pretty sure in an hour and a half, I just broke into it. Like, I didn't break a window Is that or why anything. the door was all jacked up? Probably. I just remember, I was like, get out of here. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But yeah, so I mean, it happens. <laughs> it happens to the best of us. That's so I've only ever locked my keys in my car one time. And it was when I was in downtown Fort Collins <laughs> doing a consultation for my tattoo. And it was when I was driving Sissy's old Forerunner. Oh, that thing. And was the sweet. window was cracked about this. Like, okay, so you can't just see enough this, to but tease you. Yeah, pretty much. Like, like an nobody inch and could a half. Re- like you could get your hand through, but you couldn't go down. And so Jesse, our cousin, was with us at the uh. time, and she almost like she was literally like a centimeter <laughs> away from <laughs> little that, skinny arms. that damn lock because it was one of the ones you just can pull right okay, up. Okay, yeah. But she couldn't get it far enough, and so mom had to drive all the way out there to bring us the key. Because she couldn't, you couldn't like get, no, oh, it was a pull-up lock, like yeah. no pliers or needle no, nose or anything. had nothing. You couldn't go into the tattoo shop and ask him? I don't, I don't, I don't hey, think Hey, you guys tried. got a toolbox? <laughs> we didn't try no. that. But yeah, that's the one and only time I've ever locked my keys in the car. Have you ever ran out of gas? Nope. Dude, I, I learned from you and Sissy. That's <laughs> awful feeling. I'll never yeah, do it. I used to run out of gas all the time. No. I don't allow it. <laughs> All the time. Because I would push it as far as possible. You still do. No, I don't. Every you time sound... I get in your damn truck, that gas light's on. You sound like Lindsay. <laughs> I know. I fill up to full every time. So do I. And then I go to empty every time. Gas light empty. Like, you have to drive to the gas station and hope that you make it. That is very true. And I always do. Because <laughs> what I do is every time I fill up, I reset the mileage. Do yeah, you so do that? Do You're welcome because I told you to do that. Because mm. then you know. So you have to run out of gas once so you know how far you can go. I've never ran out of gas ever. <laughs> I don't know. It's I've never been stranded on the side of the road. <laughs> Nothing. Yes, never. you have. When you rolled that bitch. Okay, that's a car accident. Yeah. <laughs> I've been stranded. No, you've never had a flat tire. No, I had that one, but I was close enough to work that I could get there. I had a key in my tire. Remember that? That you just recently happened. have broken my truck like twice and I've had to come get you. What okay. do you mean you've never been stranded? I wasn't like off the side of the road, though. I was somewhere. <laughs> That's true. You're at the gas station when you broke my Dodge. I didn't break it. That thing broke itself and uh, was pouring diesel fluid or diesel gasoline out of the or whatever the hell. It was, it was out of the high pressure line. So on yeah. diesels, um, they work off of compression. Yeah. So with if you want compression and heat, you need high pressure, right? And... So on the diesel, there's it's called a high pressure line. It's this tiny little thing, super oh, tiny, super little tiny, hose. and it's a stainless steel line. I'm not, I'm not sure how much psi, but it's a good amount. Yeah. And if that line pops, it's essentially just shooting out high pressure diesel just fuel, pouring it out of the yeah. bottom <laughs> at an extremely fast yeah. rate. And it was just me driving your damn d- diesel for some stupid reason. <laughs> I don't remember why. Probably because the Jeep was broken. <laughs> Um, and I'm, Which also runs great until you I touched it. I just filled that bitch up with gas <laughs> to return it to you. And I'm standing there filling it up. This dude walks up next to me and he's all, hey, there's a bunch of liquid pouring out of the bottom of your truck. And I'm like, this ain't my 
truck. <laughs> and Wait. I'm sure he's like, oh, look at this dumb blonde bimbo yeah, driving, driving this it. big old diesel <laughs> thing. And she's all fucking cool. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, what is it? And he's like, he didn't know. He was like, oh, it's something. And I don't know the, the smell sm- of diesel. Yeah. I know the smell of gasoline. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. <laughs> so was then it- I call Mark and he's coming down there. Well, the gas the clerk that works there is trying to tell me that i have to move the truck but i can't start the truck and it was like this whole thing i was like so what do you want me to do <laughs> like for one i cannot push this by myself <laughs> yeah for two if i can't start the truck how am i going to move it <laughs> uh, it was so annoying <laughs> oh my god yeah she was a pain in the ass too because i remember when i got there i essentially told her to just go away because <laughs> she she was being so dumb. She's like, I need to free up this pump. I'm like, I get you, lady. I can't move this. Give me a second. Well, she also didn't want us to move it because she thought that it was going to ignite, but it was diesel. Again. It was a whole thing. So eventually, <laughs> we were able to push it out of the way. Because someone came push, and helped us, yeah, remember? And then figured out what to do. Yeah, another diesel person came up and... Because I was troubled. I was trying to move it for her. It regardless of her just not shutting up. <laughs> I was like, I am trying to help you. I'm going to slow down if you don't shut up. Because essentially, either I try to fix this now, or I sit here and I wait for a tow truck. Yeah. So shut up. You can't just move a ginormous (laughs) truck. Do you know how much this truck weighs? It takes multiple people to move it. Yeah, and she expected me by myself. I was like... All right, so, so ultimately, push the nice thing is, the is the, what I had to fix, you just buy and replace. Yep. Unscrew, unscrew, replace. <laughs> right. So that was quick. Um, but it doesn't change the fact that it never broke until <laughs> you drove it one time. <laughs> I think I just have bad luck. So what else did you break on my truck? Um, let's, <laughs> let's, let's, let's really paint a picture for the people on why I'm not joking. <laughs> one time I was driving it to work. I don't know why I drove that thing. So I really think it's because the Jeep wasn't working. I thought it was for the four-wheel drive. No, because the Jeep is all-wheel drive. Oh, that's true. No, I, I was honestly broken. think it's something was with the Jeep. Um, but I was driving it to work one time, and this is when the transmission was starting to go out. Because I went to turn, and all of a sudden, it just wasn't moving. It was my like, truck. Is it was, my it was truck. making all the noise of moving, but it was not moving. <laughs> and so I'm turn, t- I took a right, and you know you hit the gas to keep going on the road. And so it's like, like but nothing's happening. And I'm like... Okay, like, <laughs> what? <laughs> what do I do? And all of a sudden it went, clunk, clunk, and then it was going. Slammed in a gear. So then I was like, okay. oh, God, here we go. So I called Mark. Hey, this just happened. Um, it's working fine now, but it uh, wasn't driving for a good 45 seconds. And I just go, of course it wasn't. <laughs> uh, so then I got it to work, and mm. then it did the same thing on the way home. And then you got in the truck and drove it all around, <laughs> and it didn't happen. <laughs> but that's a, essentially the reason why you ended up getting rid of it. Because the transmission yeah. so was So after out. rebuilding the transmission, the front end started going out. Yeah. That truck, so my Dodge, the oh my engine. God, it used to drive. And I like loved that throw truck. Throw you all around. It was a beast. It was powerful. It was mm-hmm. fast. It was a nice truck. Except for the fact that it was a complete 
piece of shit. shit. <laughs> Everything broke on that truck. Uh-huh. I replaced all the fuel injectors. I replaced the transmission. Well, I repaired the transmission. I did a lot on the front end. <laughs> And a lot to that back end. It just was a pain. It was a complete piece of shit. Mm-hmm. The engine was solid. Everything else about that truck was a piece of shit. I have another story. Um, one time about I was, something you broke on no, my the same truck. <laughs> one time I was driving at home from work, and there was in the middle of a blizzard. And I have I rolled my car a few years ago, and it pretty much. She's got some PTSD. Yeah, from driving in the snow. Not so much anymore now that the cars that I have. But at the time, I was driving Mark's piece of shit Dodge. (laughs) Blizzard. I couldn't see anything. Wide out conditions. And I could not get it in four-wheel drive. Well, I don't know if you've ever driven a truck in the snow that's not in four-wheel drive. It literally does this. Oh, yeah. Fish. You're like a fish down the freaking road. You'd be better off being in a car, honestly. So I couldn't even go more than five miles an hour without it just (laughs) flying all over the place. And so... I'm shot with anxiety. Like, oh, God, here we go. Especially because I decided to take the back roads, which is, there's no lights. It's yeah. dark. <laughs> and windy on the back Yeah, roads. and it's really hilly. And there's no pull-offs. It's mm-hmm. literally just ditches on both yep. sides. Well, I finally got to the point where, like, my anxiety just overpowered me. And I had to call mom. And, of course, you call your mom the moment you hear her voice. <laughs> Waterworks start flying, and mom is screaming at me, Danielle, pull over! <laughs> and I'm like, I can't Just pull over! Just completely adding to the energy level and anxiety <laughs> of I it. I couldn't pull over because there was literally no pullover. There's there. a ditch. There's ditches. I'm, I'm wearing a cardigan, not a pullover. <laughs> it's a cardigan. Thanks for asking. Oh my gosh. And it was to the mom and dad literally had to come get me. <laughs> My little sister, everybody. That's not a problem, but uh, it wouldn't go into four-wheel drive. Hey, and yet, did it go in four-wheel drive when I did it? I don't know. It used to before she touched it. (laughs) But now I have my RAV4, and it's all-wheel drive, and it's amazing in the snow. Wow. We got any more car stories? (laughs) Or I think we hit that mark. Yeah. Yeah? Oh, Supernatural ended. Yeah. Uh, not to spoil anything at all. Tune but in just, next time. <laughs> just be prepared. Oh, God. That's sad. I would say because they had to do it during COVID, and you can tell. You can tell all the actors are all six feet apart. Like, really? They did a really good job with, I guarantee, like what they had to deal Act, with. What they could I bet. do. <laughs> yeah, it was good, though. I highly recommend it. Watch it. So, let's see. Well, I think we got there. What the hell did we talk about? Christmas. Christmas time. Cars. <laughs> Lots of car stories. <laughs> we talked about all the times Danielle broke my stuff. Because <laughs> really, she kind of, you know, King Minus. Ming <laughs> Mao, King Minus. <laughs> Do you know King Midas? I don't. So the story of King Midas? No. So King Midas was a king okay. named Midas who <laughs> um, loved gold. Okay. Right? I love gold. He loves gold. So... What King Midas did is, I can't remember if it was a curse or if he requested it, but essentially anything that King Midas touched turned to gold. Okay. Okay. And including his wife. And then at first he loved it. He was just like, I'm the richest man in the world. Like he, all of, he gave all of his um, army gold armor. And the commander was like, well, sir, you know, the problem with gold is it's heavy and soft. Yeah. So his army was killed. And then he turned, you know, all of his riches into gold. Like his whole castle, his whole kingdom. <clears throat> well, the village, like, started 
chipping off pieces of his castle. Hmm. And then because his village was wealthy, or he gave his whole village gold, one or the other, um, but nobody worshipped him as a king anymore. And then to, to top it off, he couldn't eat. Every food that he touched mm. turned to gold. Mm. And so he, he died. So he died from starvation. And it really is just a tale of, a cautionary tale of greed. Like, don't put your your obsessive want to gain more, be it power, money, women, men. Dro- like, you, that cannot consume your life because you will inevitably lose everything. Okay. Yeah. So that's King Midas. <laughs> okay. What? <laughs> And <laughs> <laughs> why did I bring it up? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I have absolutely no idea. It was a great story. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just want to thank you guys for being here. <laughs> you know, I feel like this was a good one because we started with that. We ended with Midas. And in the middle, we just told a bunch of stupid stories about Danielle breaking my stuff. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> anything else? Um, I, I only the only thing I thought of was that time. <laughs> it's the last story. Okay, okay. That time when we were redoing the garage for Dad. Yeah. And you bought that painting. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead, tell the people. Tell the people that you uh, want me to. So Mark bought a paint gun to like a spray gun. Yeah, like to sp- make it easier to paint the garage. Um, and every time Mark used it, it worked perfectly fine. Well, it was making his arm tired. So I was like, okay, I'll take a turn. <laughs> and literally I did the same exact movements and everything that Mark did. I was made sure of it. I literally watched and did everything that he did. And every single time I used it, it clogged. <laughs> every time. Okay. Let me paint you a picture. Okay. We have been working on this garage. It's a surprise for dad. We have been working on this for two days at this point in like 20 degree weather and 18 hour days like we started the moment they left and ended late yeah so it was freezing i had been painting for hours at this point no problem not an ounce of issue i give it to little miss thing within the first five minutes i'm not even kidding my arm isn't even by my side yet Mark, it's not working. (laughs) You got, that's why I brought up Midas, because you got the golden touch. You break or kill everything you touch. I haven't killed anything. (laughs) Breaking is a different story. How many of those chicken eggs did you touch that didn't make it? How many of them did make it that I touched? 1%. No. We got like 20%. A lot of chickens and ducks out of it. We got all the ducks out of it, except for Ivory and Ebenezer. Well, no, we did how many ducks and we only got two of six? How many egg ducks, duck eggs did we no, incubate? No, because we had the twins. We only did two? Wait, no, the twins were with Big Head and Ev- Eb- uh, um, um, Ivory. I've, er, no. shit. Evelyn. Evelyn. <laughs> we're talking about ducks, people. Yeah. I don't know. I think only the two ducks made it, but then there was six. the three chickens and then the because we had Carl, Salt and Peppa, and then Chrissy, but Chrissy, R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah, and then um, the boys, Sam and Dean. Okay. Yeah, it's five, cool six, story. seven, seven, eight, nine, nine birds, <laughs> two peacocks, one peacock. Oh my gosh! So we're prob next year we're uh, raising a turkey for oh. Thanksgiving. <clears throat> so we'll probably get a turkey in the spring, fatten that bitch up for the next six months or four months, and then. 
have us a tasty bird. Oh, you better I make guess... it like the turkey you made last night. Yeah, that was the best. I don't not like turkey a lot. It's really not my fave. Mm-hmm. That turkey last night was the bomb.com. <laughs> so I did a dry brine, dry aged. Mm-hmm. Um, roasted turkey. It was amazing. It was super good. It was one of the biggest turkeys I've ever seen. 24 <laughs> or 20 pounds. Ideally, you don't really want to get a turkey that's over 15 pounds. Huge. After that, it's so big that it dries out before um, it's done. So smaller turkeys are better, but we only had one option. But it turned out great. I spatchcocked it. Spatchcock. Which uh, is a fancy word for I butterflied it. It was mm-hmm. so good. No yeah, complaints. Not at all. Turned out super yum. Yep. So as always. Peace out, Girl Scouts. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, y'all. Bye. Bye. Ninja Bobby, bye. That's an abrupt ending. It's fine. Sorry.